Welcome to another special edition of the Guest Tax Podcast. Wrapping up day three here at the Focus Right Summit in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Brian Hamawi, my co-host and partner on the Guest Tax Podcast, and I are here and with a really kind of a cool young guest. I, I tell you what, in, in sitting here, I'm not sure if I've gotten old or if the uh, younger generation is just a lot smarter than I was when I was at their age. But Maybe a little bit of both. Probably, probably. <laughs> uh, we, but we've got Daniel Pena here, who is the CEO of Local Adventure, which is interesting. They, they focus on multi-day experiences, but cater or focus that to the Latin American market. That's right. And it was interesting as we were getting started here and kind of talking with Daniel to hear why he's kind of done that. The company's about five years old now and and really the maturity level, Daniel, of understanding who your clients are and and who who they're not, that takes a lot of discipline. But maybe you could start by just giving our listeners just a little bit of background on the company and what you guys are doing. Sure. It's great, great being here, talking to you guys. So basically what we do in Local Adventures is we select the best experiences around the world, multi-day, every time, and we then sell those experiences to the Latin American consumer. Why the Latin American consumer? Because the type of behavior they have versus other developed markets as the US, Europe, Asia, is pretty different in the value propositions they need, just as financing, just as internet penetration, just as an online and offline mix in the customer service and experience they, they need. So basically what we do best, it's focusing on those type of consumers and travelers. It's very interesting because we, as, as an ecosystem here in the U.S., we think everybody transacts and consumes data and consumes travel exactly the same way. And uh, the Latin American market, and it varies country by country how yep. they consume. So tell us a little bit about the countries that you guys currently operate in and how you guys focus in those countries selling products and experiences to those countries. Right. So our main countries are first Mexico, then Colombia. And the rest of Latin America is kind of fragmented, so I, I wouldn't like choose a winner there. But yes, what is special is that even in Latin America, the consumer is very different, like from Mexico to Colombia, right? So the type of product they want is different, how they want to buy it, how even they relate to the products, it's, it's different. So the, the challenge here is trying to understand every market and doing a, like a hyper-personalization for those guys, right? So that, that's also a, a very big entry barrier, but that's what they need, right? Yeah, but, but it also, by figuring out the right combination, it, it creates a barrier to competition. Right. right. I mean, that's tough. They can't write algorithms to figure those things out. I mean, you've got to, you've got to really get in there through trial and error. And I imagine as you guys have expanded, you know, into maybe various countries within Latin America, there's going to be some misses. You're yes. going to you're going to put together some packages, some experiences, and they're going to not going to land. How do you do that? Do you, do you have local representatives that, from each of these countries? How, how do you begin to, as you, you know, look at a market and go, okay, how are we going to get in? How are you gaining that knowledge? Right. So to give you an example, our headquarters are in Mexico. But when we open a new country, like talking about Colombia, 
what we look for it's market analysts. So we we have to have a mix of data and people in the country that knows the market in terms of giving us enough information of how to focus on the certain consumer, etc. So yes, so we need a team in the country we're opening if we if we want to make that relevant for them. Hmm. Interesting. It is. And, and do you do you sell the product direct to the consumer or do you go through, you know, in Latin America or the travel agents, the international, you know, tour operators, however, are are you going B to B to C? What has been your channel of distribution? Like or most important channel is B2C. Okay. So we go directly to consumer, but we're also having distribution like in the B2B side. A lot of these travel agents, they like our product because just as I mentioned, we don't just get it and distribute it. We also work with the local operators to modify a little bit the experience, like in terms of maybe adding a Spanish-speaking guide. So. Yes. That, that type of things are very relevant for, for other travel agencies and they want to distribute their product too. So we're very used to seeing South American, Latin American travelers come to the US. Give us a little bit or some fun facts about the actual, how many travelers come to the US. Right, so this is a fun fact, like the US right now in terms of for consumers is not like the most relevant market. Wow. Yeah. Because we, we do think, like, when we think about Brazil, Orlando, right, maybe outside of the U.K. Yeah. Is that right? Pretty you, much. You would know better than I. But, so where, where are they focusing right. on their travel? And I'll tell you, I, I will tell you why. Because let's say from Latin America, seven, more than seven out of ten people haven't traveled internationally. Now, talking about the U.S., we need a visa, right? Right. Now, the process for getting that visa, it's complex, but also it's not reachable for a lot of type of profiles, right? Hmm. So we're, we're saying that just a few people have access to the U.S. market, so they are looking for other kind of countries and borders that are maybe more open to them. For us, it's like talking about right now, Egypt, right? Maybe Canada, it's easier. You, you still need a visa, but it's easier to get it, right? talking about Peru, like other countries in South America, like Mexicans going to Peru, Colombians going to Mexico, little bit of Asia, right? it's, it's becoming more and more trendy. Before the pandemic now, borders are closed and it's way more complicated, but it was Thailand, it was India, very relevant also. So it's, it's getting like a mix of all over the world. Yep. That's interesting, because eh? I would guess that travel across the borders but within Latin America is probably yeah that's the next most comfortable thing to right. saying in your own country right you the language barriers aren't there and some of the experiences and and what you you're gonna expect right. Right. And, they, and then they probably maybe start to branch out from right. there it's fascinating so tell us how the conference has you know the summit's gone for you is you know is this your first time to the focus right summit it is yes it is okay that's so i think maybe this that's might fun. be the first person who's been yeah so what what what, what have you noticed what what's going to be some of your takeaways right so for me the first takeaway is networking yes yeah. it's, it's just impressive <laughs> how you can network here in my experience i think it's the best event i've been in terms of networking i was 
participating in the Young Leaders Summit. So I was meeting a bunch of folks that they have impressive companies, impressive track records. I was having also dinners with some of the most important profiles of the industry. So it's, it's just a lot of information, a lot of connections, but it's worth it 100%, yes. Yeah, that's that's really cool. It, tell people a little bit about that Young Leaders Summit. So it kind of, it's the day before the conf or the summit actually started, is that right? Did you guys get together and, and get to meet and then have some mentors kind of talk to you about different subjects? For our listeners who have never been, talk to them a little bit about that program. Right. So it's, it's happening during the same event, like it started on during, uh, it was on Monday. Yep. So what we have is we have special events just for the young leader uh, participants. You get mentors like, I personally like Godfred, founder of Hopper. There was, yeah. He's a good mentor. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good mentor, impressive. And this type of profiles, either you have dinner with them, you have lunch, or you just have round tables. And also the other guys participating with you, they are from other countries, other markets. You always learn from everyone. I, I don't think it's something that people appreciate enough is, is the way that Focus Right is is focused, if you will, pardon the pun, on giving back. They're investing. They're, they're, they're investing. That's I love that word. They're investing in bringing up the next generation of entrepreneurs, whether it be in tech, operations, what have you. It, it, they're connecting it, the leaders. It's great to see. It, it, it really, really is. Well, so, you know, last question for you, Daniel. I mean, so what the purpose of coming, obviously, you know, to learn, you know, at that Young Leader Summit, are you raising capital? Where, you know, where is the company? Was that part of the visit? Tell us what some of your goals were. Right. So our main goal, like short-term plans, is basically becoming the leader in all of LATAM without mentioning Brazil for now. Yeah, but Spanish-speaking LATAM. Yes, our main objectives here were making the connections for fundraising, but next year, that's okay. our plan. Yep. First or a second queue of next year. And also going to the supply side and the distribution side. So we're just trying to grow our B2B network. And yeah, it's, it's working, a lot of interesting meetings so far. That's awesome. That's great. Well, Thank congratulations. You. Congratulations, yes. Thank you guys. Uh, uh, I, I should tell people, before we got on, I asked Daniel how long he'd been operating. He said five years in one pandemic, so it's really 15 years. Probably <laughs> the best answer I've heard. Uh, absolutely the yep. best answer I've heard. Daniel, thank you. I know time is at a premium here at the Focus Right Summit. We appreciate you spending a little bit of it with us. No, thank you for the invitation. It's been pretty fun. Absolutely. That's it for this week's episode of GuestX. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episodes. We are Brian Hamali and Matthew Loney signing off and reminding you to always create a guest experience worth talking about. See you soon.